Spinning out of control, here we go Foot to the pedal, till it's touching the metal Let's rock and roll, yeah So they need to get them tigers to screech and I beat them Check the flags, last lap, nobody can beat them It's just that it's a party, put it on in the carpool And hear us talk a lot of NASCAR in the audio Singing loud, we don't just want it out of mode We're getting dirty around here, yeah We're in the mall. We're in the marbles Uh, we're in the marbles In the marbles Hey everybody, welcome to episode 68 of In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan My name is Soda, you can find me on X or Twitter or whatever you want to call it nowadays At Soda underscore Hunter And I am Ethan, you can find me on social media at Viva La Ethan are uh, you still on the X? <laughs> I am still on the X for now. Uh, I know some so many people are bothered by that. That don't bother me. It's just it's something you just kind of get used to. Yeah. It's just it is it is what it is. If they want, I think it's dumb. You know, that's a long-standing brand that they just changed to. I changed the X out of nowhere. But other than that, other than just the fact that it's stupid. You know, it didn't like invite lawsuits and stuff like that, too. Yeah. So, like, I don't get it, but you know, whatever. It's not my money to blow. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Not mine either. Uh, ep- episode 68. Have you got a driver for 68? Uh, yeah, just barely. Um, I think of Brandon Brown in the Xfinity series, and that's 68 from NASCAR Heat 5. Okay. I go, which, which I, go, I don't, pl- I don't play that. Stupid <laughs> game anymore. Stupid game. Ooh, and I'll get into that later. But ooh, gosh, I hate that game. Um, mine is uh from the mid nineties, right. early to mid nineties. Uh, Bobby Hamilton. Okay. He ran the Country Time number sixty eight, the yellow with pink numbers. That was my second choice. Yeah. Yep. Oldsmobile. <laughs> Back in uh, 91, I believe, he was the Oldsmobile. One of the, I swear, everybody had that die cast. Like, everybody had that little toy of the Country Time number 68. He must have been real easy to find at Kmart back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a, a good bit of news and talking points and stuff like that this week. Um, which do you want to do first, dude? Do you want to go through the uh, talking points first? Do you want to go through the Fantasy Cup? Which, which, what do you think you want to do first? Yeah, I feel like we should just go straight through the uh, talking points um, just because there's quite a bit of stuff that we can talk about. Well, you got the list, man. Let's go for it. All right. So number one uh, on our list to talk about SVG back again for the Indy Road course. But more than that, he announced that he is going to fully trans. Um, what am I trying to say? Trans what? I don't think fully trans, trans for SVG. Well, hang on. Is- <laughs> hang on. I, I, well, um, not, oh my He's God. going to transition into the I Cup know. Series for 2024. 
Thank you. I meant to say trans. Rumors are getting started on this show today. <laughs> oh, no. Can we just start over? <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, as soon as I said trans, I was like, wait a minute. Stuck. Yeah, stuck. Your, your brain got stuck. Uh, transition. Yes. So he's going to transition from uh, V6. What is it? V6. It's a supercars. Uh, it's the Aussie supercars. Yeah. So he's going to transition from that to full-time NASCAR, uh, I think, next season. You know, Marcus Ambrose came from that series, too. Yeah, and look how good he did. Well, I mean, he he won a few times, but yeah, uh, SVG is like the best in that series. So, you know, it might be it that that series translates really well, especially when Cup Cup cars nowadays run six road courses a year. Yeah, you know, and it, that that series translates really really well, especially what the Cup car is now. Obviously, you run in and jump into a track that you've jump in a car that you've never driven before at a track that nobody's ever driven before. And you win against the best drivers in the whole country, you know? So obviously it translates pretty good. Yeah. So we'll, sure. we'll see how he does on the ovals. I'm pretty interested in that. Uh, did, did they say if he was trying to go full time in 2024, or is he going to be making some starts like here and yeah. there and maybe jump in full time later? Yeah, uh, to my knowledge, it sounds like he's going full-time next season in the Cup Series. I wonder what car he's going to drive because he was he's driving for Trackhouse this year. I wonder if Trackhouse is going to make Project 91 full-time or if he's replacing a another driver at Trackhouse. Daniel Suarez? You yeah. can go ahead and say it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do, right? Um I don't know. That's really interesting. I wonder, I kind of feel like, isn't Suarez in a multi-year? Oh, but you know, good and well, that stuff can be, can be changed. Yeah, that's true. Just ask David Wilson. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. I would like to see Trackhouse just make that Project 91 just a third staple, like a third full-time mm-hmm. uh, team. Yeah. I feel like it's coming. I feel like that's that's the direction it's going, but I don't know. I mean, he, as far as I know, he can get a ride at Legacy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, golly. Oh, there's a there's a talking point I don't think is on your list. Uh, the idea that there's rumors out there that Noah Grayson's going to get replaced by John Hernemachet. Have you heard that? Ooh, no, I haven't. Yeah, that's that's like a random YouTube video that popped up. Rumors. Uh, going around that John Hernemachek is going to drive the 42 next year. So let's uh, see if that materializes. I don't know, but let's, let's just see. That's interesting. Uh, I would rather want, so before we jump into those rumors, let's see what Truex does. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think, um, what's his name? Honestly, John Hunt- if Truex is winning the way he is and he's got a shot to win the championship, he's not going anywhere. You don't think so? No, no, absolutely not. I don't know. That interview sounded really convincing. Like well, he, he was talking about how he wanted to buy a boat. He hasn't bought a boat for all these years and said that once he wants to, once he's okay with like not racing anymore, like he was going to buy a boat. And then he ended up saying, Oh, I'm going to go look at it, probably buy one tomorrow. So I don't know. And then somebody interviewing him said, You know, he's going to stick around now because boats are expensive. 
Oh, that's very true. Yeah, that's Dale <laughs> Jr. that said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's very, very true. Um, oh, shoot. The, uh, the Truex thing, I don't know. I just feel like if you're that competitive, you're, I don't think you're going anywhere. I just, I don't. You know, like Harvick has not been competitive the last two or three years. You know, his best year was his late, late, lately, his best year has been 20. And here's yeah. 23, and he's won what, maybe twice since then? Something uh, like Rich, that. What? He won back to back Richmond and Michigan. So three uh, times. Last, last year. Yeah. Last season. He won three times last season alone. No, I not, uh, not three times. I thought it was just two. Uh, see, I thought ever since 20, he's only won like two or three total. And he hasn't won this year at all. Um, if I'm not mistaken, 2021, he did not win. And then 2022, yeah. he won back to back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right before the chase. I remember that. Yeah. Um, that, that makes sense to me, you know, somebody that's been in the sport for 20, 22 years now in the cup series. And he had his best year, but he still couldn't pull out the championship in 20. You know, him and Hamlin, I think they both missed the Final Four, didn't they? And then they win most of the races. Something crazy like that. Something, yeah. Yeah, so the fact that he couldn't pull out the championship in statistically probably his best year. And and then in 20, he goes winless. Or 21, he goes winless. In 22, he wins maybe one or two races. Uh, two races, I think. I could see him like, okay, I think, um, I think that's enough. You yeah. know, but Truex, he went like winless and then all of a sudden now he's constantly threatening to win yeah maybe not so much this week but for the past uh couple of months he's been up there like he's been yeah. a real contender yeah start off the season with the clash didn't he yes he did yeah. yeah i just i don't feel like he's going anywhere that's just me it sounded more like hamlin was going to leave gibbs from that stuff that you yeah. sent me yeah, I was kind of, I don't know, man. That was kind of like off the wall, kind of out of nowhere. Uh, there was, for anybody that, that didn't catch it, was uh, there was an Instagram story on Denny Hamlin's Instagram that was, I don't know, just the way he was speaking. Like, it was after he won, what was it? Um, Pocono. Pocono, yes, Pocono. Uh, he was, normally they have these banners that they'll, put up in the jgr race shop and they always do like a little like hey guys like with a microphone and like just talking to the crew and like hey you know thank you guys so much but like the way hamlin was talking it was very like uh ominously like how he was about to like leave mm -hmm. the team for some reason but like then he you know later in the story like it kind of transitioned there's that word again um to like yeah, man, you guys are awesome and all this stuff. So I don't know. It just started off a really weird. Yeah, we'll see what happens with all that because uh, there was a point last year that Toyota was like, there's no way Kyle Busch is leaving. Right. Right. So we'll see what happens with that. I think his contract is coming up isn't it, this year anyway in Hamlin's. See, that's I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, They're I acting like it is. They're talking enough about it. Yeah, I so would you be red okay red flag green flag denny hamlin leaves jgr to go full-time third car for 2311 racing i don't i don't i don't have an opinion one way or the other honestly um 
he always said he's not going to do that. So I'll go with Hamlin's own words and say red flag. Hmm. He needs to, he needs to race and stuff that is not his equipment. Interesting. Okay. Cool. I, I mean, I feel that way. If, if you're a top tier driver, it always seems like there's one or two exceptions, but it always seems like once you get into your own equipment, you drive differently. And yeah. when I was a kid, that was a big thing. Alan Kowicki did it, and all of a sudden, everybody wanted to do it. Yeah, And they all failed. Like, they failed miserably and had to either sell all their teams or go drive for somebody else. Some of them came back a little bit, but they ruined, like, the prime years of their career by trying to drive their own equipment. You know, I mean, there's a couple of them that have done it, but like Tony Stewart's done it, but he's also not a majority owner. Right. I mean, he's, I mean, I guess he's technically a majority owner. I don't know how much majority he's got, but he doesn't pay all the bills. He right. splits them, you know? So I, I don't know. I, I don't feel like if you're a top guy, you need to be driving your own equipment, drive somebody else's stuff. Interesting. Okay, cool. Uh, let's move on down your list. Okay, so uh, speaking of replacing Martin Truex Jr., uh, that's exactly what I did in the new NASCAR. I say new. It's been out since, I think, November. Uh, the new NASCAR Rivals game uh, for the Nintendo Switch. So we were able to kind of switch around some money. I did some a little bit of overtime uh, last couple of weeks. So I went out and bought a, a Nintendo Switch, and I got uh, NASCAR Rivals. It, but just because I was so infuriated with uh, NASCAR Heat 5 on my PS4 to a point where I got halfway through the season and I was kind of already telling you about it. And I think I was mentioning a little bit last week where I got, I think, four more races until I was done with the season. And then it like I went and went to sleep or something. I turned my PS4 off. I came back the next morning or the next day after work and it went from four races until I was done with the season all the way back to race 11. Yeah. You were mentioning that to me. I don't know why yours does that. And mine doesn't. I, Oh, you want to talk about hot tamale, <laughs> man. I was PO'd. So I looked at Jess and I slammed that. I raged quit. I think is what the kids are saying. Yeah. Um, I slammed that ps4 controller down so dang hard i was like nah i am done with this um so i was like switching around some money and i was like we're gonna go i'm gonna go get this uh so with my my walmart discount it wasn't nearly as bad so uh okay. it was and you know what it's uh i've had a little bit of a, a couple things with the switch that i'm not a super huge fan of um let me just tell you, it's completely night and day, obviously, with a controller versus like a handheld console. Um, oh, my goodness. I have so many rivals on that game, which one is actually my teammate, Christopher Bell. Um, it, but it's dude, it is so much fun. There are so many differences. Uh, you get into the wall and it I mean, you do not want to get into the wall because it will halt you in a really <laughs> big fashion like that's the, the uh, that's the Ross Chastain effect on a new game <laughs> yeah because oh my goodness so you could brush the wall in NASCAR Heat 5 and be okay um, no it will you barely touch the wall and it's going to slow you down about 15 miles an hour and if you can't get off the wall you're a s absolute setting duck so um, just trying to get used to the the feeling like with the you know like a do you remember PSP's 
I do. I didn't have one, but yeah, I do. Yeah, I went through like eight of them because my dad didn't like my dad didn't know I had them. Uh, like uh, had one, and so I I burn one through, like burn one up, and then I would get my friend to. I would talk him into like I would trade my wrestling figures, certain ones for his PSP. Um, and then I would burn through that one and then he would get a new PSP and it was just a revolving circle, but I was really, really good at the PSP with NASCAR. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that, but that was, you know, back when I was in sixth grade. So that was over 20 years ago. So, uh, I'm trying to get back into the rhythm of that, but the long story long about that is let me pull it up here and don't. Oh, well, <laughs> here is my dog. Well, welcome Apollo to the uh, to the show. Good deal. Apollo, I'm a professional podcaster. I'm actually a kind of big deal. So if we can pipe down, that'd be great. Uh, let me get it here. Uh, according to Adam Stern, I am just waiting for this dog to okay <laughs> according, <laughs> according to adam stern nascar has a substantial announcement coming soon related to console video games yeah wasn't that supposed to release like last week like the announcement yeah where is it at i well i'm not sure if it was supposed to be last week or not he tweeted this on june 20th so yeah and and it was a couple of weeks ago there was another tweet saying that next week there was going to be an announcement and then next week came and went and now we're in the week after next week so i i don't know i don't know what it's supposed to be hopefully it's somebody else has a license yeah other than hopefully not just that cart racing game that they're that they're about to release you know that's dumb yeah you know, they I, don't even have like NASCAR license cars on there. It's all just really? like, oh, look at the cover art of it. It's it's all just like generic fantasy drivers. You know what I mean? Like random colors and random numbers with random fonts, not any yeah. type of NASCAR related stuff. Like the most, there's more NASCAR, uh, NASCAR stuff in Rocket League than there is this game. Yeah. You know, just so, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to get that new game. Obviously that's about to come out. I'll stick to, uh, I'll stick to world of outlaws and heat five. Yeah. Um, I am actually having a blast with, uh, NASCAR rivals. It is way, obviously way more fun. Uh, the one thing I was going to get into that is like, sometimes I'll notice that, and this is for anyone that's listening that might have a switch. Uh, after I do a couple races, um, the console will like, I don't know, like the, I don't know how to explain it. It'll like pop up saying the software. Um, gosh, I can't think of the word, but like it'll have a little pop up that says the software has shut down or something like that. So I have to pretty much restart the game. Hmm. But it does, it saves my, um, it saves my progress. Yeah. So it's kind of like the same thing I'm dealing with. Why don't you uh, Why don't you dock it and plug into your TV? I don't know. I don't know if mine can. Well, if it's if it's a basic Nintendo Switch, I'm sure it can. That's so our Nintendo Switch. We have a dock with an HDMI cord going to the TV. What? Yeah, and the dock 
that it's on actually charges the switch while it's there because it's plugged in. And, you know, it, obviously you can get one of those little uh, handheld controllers, uh -huh. you know, and you can slide the two uh, left and right joysticks, you know, the little the controllers. You can slide those into the big, like, GameCube-looking controller that they make for it, and you can use it that way instead of, you know, turning one of those little ones sideways or using them in two different hands. So... I have the I got the Nintendo Switch. I think it's called the the Light. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know if it'll, I don't know enough about Nintendo Switch Light to know if it's the same as anything I have. Yeah, so it's I don't know. the it's the one that the um, two sides of it does not come off. Hmm. Okay, it's just one piece. Um, I don't know. I'll have to definitely look into it. Uh, but. Moving on. Um, so, yeah, I'm not really excited about that. If there is a new NASCAR video game uh, for a console, obviously, I hope it's like I I'm done with P PlayStation. Yeah. So I'll go get an Xbox five or uh, Xbox five. Um, what, what are they? Technically, on? it's a four, but it's Xbox Series X. Yeah. Is that I'll, right? I don't yeah, know. I'll, I've lost track. Of Xbox don't name <laughs> that stuff, right? I've lost track of it. I know why they do it that way. And I think we talked about it one day. How they don't want to be like Xbox One came out when PlayStation Two came out, so you don't want the average consumer to go into a store because sometimes the average consumer is an idiot and say, "Hmm, Xbox One, PlayStation Two, Two's better. Xbox Two, PlayStation Three, PlayStation Three would be better because it's three and that's just two. Yeah. That's that's why they do it. But that's a really dumb reason for us to actually understand these things. But you know, I think Nintendo's about to announce a new uh, next-gen console. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be anything like, you know. I Now, the last couple ones they've had has been the Wii and the Wii U and the Switch, so they kind of got a theme going, you know, so I don't think there's going to be any type of PlayStation 5 graphics or anything like that. They yeah. kind of focus on motion and family-friendly things, but I'm interested to see what they've come up with. That's, yeah, I'm very interested in that um if there is a, na a new nascar console game coming out uh the only way i would buy it is if it had cup xfinity and trucks if it's just strictly cup i'll pass and i'll just enjoy my my new switch and the nascar rivals because it's a lot of fun yeah uh what else what's next uh, 2025 nascar xfinity series will be going to the cw network for oh, yeah. from, 2020, from 2025 to 2031. What do you think about that? Um, so very mixed uh reaction because I think the CW is the same network that has like Jerry Springer reruns, obviously, um, like the Maury stuff, you know, like that, like not soap opera, but like kind of like soap operas. Um, but the one thing about the CW network is that literally everybody has it. Um, like if you have cable, 100%, I can almost guarantee you, you have the CW network. If you have rabbit ear ears, you have the CW network. Like, yeah, you know, everybody has it. So maybe thinking that way, you know, it might be a boring Saturday and it's where, you know, you might be sick on the couch and you just flip through and you see the CW network and boom, you're like, well, what is this? And you just kind of start watching and, and boom, there you go. We got another, you know, a few more fans. 
Yeah. Um, Gonna have to pause for just a sec. Okay. Did you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Just pause for just a sec. The following announcement has been paid for by the Pulling Up a Chair podcast. Tim here, host of the Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shop podcast. If you're a fan of wrestling figures and the artists that take them to the next level, then I've got a favor to ask of you. Come check out my podcast, Pulling Up a Chair. Each episode, I sit down and talk to figure customizers, figure photographers, set builders, figure collectors, podcasters, and even pro wrestlers. Just search out Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot wherever you get your podcasts, and I hope you'll join me next time right here on Pulling Up a Chair. So how do you make a commercial about something so random? I don't know. You make it pretty random. That's right. So if you enjoy lots of random stuff like food or top fives. Random facts. Dirty facts. I try to keep them clean. She tries. Uh, But come listen to Tales from the Estate. We have lots of fun. We try to drop shows every week. Try. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. The The kids are a bear. They are. Uh, but yeah, come listen. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Hi, I'm AJ. I'm Tyler. And I'm Ryan. And we're Three Brews Podcast. We're a show where us three brothers sit down to talk about brews and everything else. Check out our website, threebrewspodcast.com, and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Sorry about that. I had to pause for a minute. I got a uh, potty training little girl in the house with me. So Aww. I had to go take care of that. So CW with the Xfinity series. I feel like it's like it's like when SmackDown went to CW. Yeah. Didn't it kind of feel like second tier? It did for sure. Yeah. Like not quite as I, I don't like that they're on a separate channel than the cup series. Like to their own, I I yeah. personally don't like that. It makes them feel like they're less important. That's just my thoughts. I don't know. No, it definitely has that vibe to it for sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like the only good thing about it is, like I was saying earlier, is that the CW network is literally on every single TV. Uh, if you have cable, if you have the rabbit ear, ears, um, you know, it's just it's very obtainable to watch the CW network. I I get it, but I wonder how many people are going to seek it out. None. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I mean, it's obtainable, but honestly, do you watch CW? No. Just on a whim? No. Me neither. I can't remember the last time, probably when SmackDown was on it. I don't know why this job, what you have cable, right? I do. I have direct TV. Do you have <laughs> I keep on thinking about your your joke um multiple um <laughs> uh, so do you ever watch TV like do you ever just sit there and just watch TV Usually I have direct TV because it's the best way to watch live sporting events Gotcha and that counts for mostly college football but obviously a lot of NASCAR too 
But to me personally, it has all the college football channels I want, and I can watch them all, and I can record a lot easier and play back a lot easier than I can on any other platform that I've ever tried to uh, internet-wise, like Hulu Live yeah. or something like that. I I had the worst time trying to watch a NASCAR race. Mm. We were testing out because, you know, DirecTV is expensive. But also I have 4K on DirecTV and we have boxes throughout the whole house, you know, and um, like a, a huge DVR. So I tried Hulu Live for a little bit because DirecTV just kept like going up and up and up. And I was like, okay, well, Hulu Live is like $68 or something like that for the plan that we want. And we get, looks like we get all the channels that we want. So I tried it and then we tried it over the summer with NASCAR. You know, most NASCAR races go beyond their block on TV. Like they'll have a three and a half or four hour block, but chances are they're going four and a half hours. Yeah. Right. On Hulu Live, if you're watching it live, that's fine. Right. But if you're recording it because you're not going to be able to watch it live, and you want to go back and watch it, you watch that four-hour block. Mm-hmm. You don't get to see the rest of the race. It right. cuts off with 20 to go or however much it is left in the race. And you're like, okay, well, I'll just go to the program that came on after it. Right? Bring that up. I'm sure since it was recording the TV on that channel, and that that channel is like going to be, I'll just record that program behind it. And that way I'll fill in the block because you can do it on direct TV because it's actually recording live TV. Hulu live doesn't record live TV. Hulu live stores shows into a, a, a database. So when you go to the show that comes on directly, like when you record on that channel, the show that comes on directly after a race, hoping to get the end of the race, you get that full show because it's already saved in their database. So you miss the race. Gotcha. So oh, I dropped that crap real fast before for uh, football season. Yeah, real I, fast. <laughs> see, the the problem with um, my television provider um, that I'm not going to say because I can't stop laughing about it. Um, my the problem with it is I don't know. I don't want to do the research and trying to find like a YouTube TV or something like if it, okay, now I need ESPN. I need USA. I need NBC. I need the CW network. And then if I want wrestling, you know what I mean? Like there's just, I wish it was like speed channel that had the cup series that had the Xfinity and trucks all in one network or one channel. That would be way, way like super more convenient for Mm -hmm. me. Because like our, like I mean, for cable and internet, it's north of two fifty. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, that's what cable and satellite and all that is. That's, okay. that's how much that co- that's the cost. But golly, yeah. I just um, I wish that there was a provider out there somewhere that had a good DVR that would not do what I said Hulu Live did. Yeah, and allowed you to pick and choose your channels, and the more channels you put on there, the higher your bill is. Uh, yeah, golly, man, it's just so frustrating. I don't know why we haven't got to the point where we can just pick and choose or like the bundles, pretty much. Yeah, like I understand, like oh, all the Disney, ABC, ESPN stuff's gonna have to be one bundle. It's like that's fine. I watch a lot of that stuff anyway. 
like, oh, but Paramount. So they're going to have CBS and the Paramount channel and CBS sports or whatever else, whatever, Nickelodeon, I think like all that's going to be together. It's like, that's fine. I probably won't get that, you know, and then it's, oh, I'm, no, I probably won't. I probably won't get that. And it's like, well, okay, but NBC universals, so you have to get NBC universals like, uh, or USA, all, you know, what are all, whatever all that entails. Like, yeah, okay. I can see you doing that. You know, I could pick and choose what I want and each bundle would cost a certain amount. And I would get to choose my own bill and I can change it as the season needs me to change it. I don't need all the ESPNs during the summer and spring. I need them during the fall. You know what I mean? I don't need, you know, USA is kind of a year round thing. If you watch wrestling, yeah. But anyway, we're going way off topic with that as far as stuff goes. But that's what I wish they would do. Just give give me the ability to pick the bundles I want to, I want to watch, and be able to change them from month to month, depending on when I want to watch it, and let that dictate the price I pay. And give me a DVR that actually lets me watch, you know, a live event that it goes extended beyond its time block. Yeah. It it's not that difficult. It can't be that difficult. Or what I'm asking. It cannot be that difficult. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you know, one thing, and then we'll move on, is I really wish there was like a NASCAR Plus where it's like kind of like WWE Network, but like for NASCAR races, yeah. whether it's NASCAR Network, sure. Yeah. Truck Series, Xfinity Series, Cup Series from as early as they were televised. Like if I want to go watch the, I don't know, 19... <sighs> 1972 Daytona 500. You know, if it was televised, which I don't think it, I don't think it was. I don't know. I, I think not. It was not flag to flag, but it was televised. You know, then I the can, only the, the first one televised flag to flag was 79. Yeah, like just if I want to go watch like a random, I want to go watch the 20 2003 Kansas. Xfinity race, you know, something like that, like whatever. Um, just you know, search it and go, and then it'd be a cool place for it to be like, like, uh, live. You know, you can have the option to watch it on uh, the networks, you know, whether that's NBC, USA, um, ESPN, whatever. And then, man, there are so many distractions today. My goodness. <laughs> Well, we don't have a good recording time, so we just got to deal with it. Oh, yeah. We sure um, do. You know what you're talking about, though? It's all on YouTube. Oh, is it? Yeah, you can look up just about any race you want to and not only watch the entire race, but watch it commercial-free and on the uh, a lot of times the ESPN live uh, satellite feed. So oh. you get to hear the commentators talk between themselves in, bet- you know, in commercials. I will have to look that up. I did not realize that, but that sounds most great. of them are on there. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds very interesting. I know we're starting to go a little bit long, so we'll just rush through the, the rest of these. So, yeah. um, SRX, some SRX news, obviously Kyle Bush winning SRX last week. I uh, didn't know if I, I don't know if we touched on that or not. I think we, we haven't, t- we haven't said anything about SRX on the show yet. Oh man. Okay. So SRX, um, obviously it's a six week, racing program uh ran by tony stewart and don hawk and uh you know has i think like 12 drivers every week and some of them are full-time some of them are just here and there kyle bush has raced uh, obviously raced last week he won um this week he'll be also racing um anyways so srx uh suspended 
here, I'll just read it. SRX uh, has announced the immediate suspension of driver Paul Tracy in relations to last week's on-track incident. Uh, they went on to say, uh, we, take, uh, we take issues regarding driver's safety extremely seriously at SRX, uh, Don Hawk said. This is a decision that we did not take lightly. Uh, it is our responsibility to ensure that uh, we foster a competitive and, most importantly, a safe racing environment. Uh, I have been in contact with Paul directly, and we appreciate his cooperation at this time. So um, it sounds like Paul Tracy might have done one too many. <laughs> and then I love his uh, – I know you watched it, but I loved his interview, how he, he had a story and he was sticking to it. But Ken Trader is one person that you do not see Ken Trader mad at anyone. He's <laughs> kind of like Jeff Burton almost, but like when you – when you make him upset enough to, you know, say like, I'm not racing. If he's in the field, that's serious. I also feel like Tony's like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with you tearing up all my stuff. Yeah. Like he's footing the bill on this stuff. You know, I mean, there's a lot of sponsors, but still you're like, well, it seems like every week Paul Tracy's the reason why I'm having to replace a lot of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, well, Johnny Benson's in it now on the 10 car. Yes, which is my next uh, thing. Yeah, Johnny Benson, <laughs> who I, that's a name I haven't heard in quite a while. I think since mm-hmm. 2004, um, used to race the NASCAR Cup Series. Uh, haven't you know? He's been pretty, pretty quiet. Um, just announced that he will be racing SRX this week, and I have the lineup for uh, tomorrow. It's, I say this week; it's literally tomorrow, um, this Thursday. Elio Castroneves is going to be in the number 06. Uh, Marco Andretti, Kevin Harvick, Haley Deacon, Brad Kozlowski, Casey Kane, uh, Johnny Benson, Tony Stewart, Bobby Labonte, Ryan Blaney, Ken Schrader, and Kyle Busch. So you say tomorrow, and we are recording Wednesday night, so it is Thursday night. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't even know where they are this week. I know they're coming up with a couple of dirt races soon, I think, but... I just deleted. No, it's fine. <laughs> the picture. Um, yeah. I'm not honestly. I'm not following it that close this year. They don't come nowhere near me. I went to the opening race last year. Yeah, which Elio Castroneves won, and he flew in at the last minute and made a 13th entry. Oh. So that was kind of neat. Um, yeah, Kyle Busch won his debut in the SRX, so that's really cool. Yeah. Um. So. Next, we have we're going to move more on to the NASCAR side of things. Mm-hmm. How about Chris Busher? A surprise win at Richmond. It's did you think Richmond was a good race? Um, so I'm so glad that you asked me that. Uh, I I'm going to be really honest with you. I love NASCAR and I love, love, love watching it on TV. Uh, I fell asleep. Mm. I think it was sometime after lap 10 and I woke up with like, I don't know, like 10 laps ago. You missed a... I missed a bunch there. Yeah, I missed the whole thing. So I woke up or I went to bed. No, I didn't go to bed, but I fell asleep. And, oh, I don't remember who was in the lead. Maybe maybe Hamlin. And then I woke up and Chris Busher is winning the race. And I'm like, wait a minute. 
I missed something. <laughs> I missed something major. Uh, I mean, really though, it was just a bunch of pit strategy. That's all it was. There was from the very beginning, it, it was people trying to stretch the stretch the fuel in the tires to go to a certain point. And then other people didn't care. Some people wanted to save a set of tires for the end. And you had different strategies all over the place. So it was constantly, the lineup was constantly being mixed around, but there wasn't any like real competitive racing yeah. for the lead. The only lead changes were because the strategies were so off from each other. And it's weird. They made the strategy so off from each other when there wasn't any cautions to make that happen. Right. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It just, I mean, if you like that, that strategy type racing and stuff, and you know, I guess that was really fun for you, but there wasn't a whole lot of on track competition for the lead. Now you get back to like eight, 10, 12 plays. There's a bunch of three wide racing back there. That's cool. But let's, let's, try to make it where we can get some of that junk up front. You know, and I think they were testing this week to try to improve the short track package, but I haven't heard anything really positive come out of it yet. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, but good I, for Busher though. Good for RFK. I'm, I know Brad's probably wishing that he could win too, but yeah, you know, anyway, it, I honestly, I think it's only a matter of time uh, before Brad gets into victory lane. I think he's going to do it. Uh, I think he's going to do it before the end of the season. Maybe. Maybe so. so. Um, they seem to be really good on the shorter tracks as far as uh, forwards go. Yeah. I I wouldn't. I mean, a lot of good, my opinion, does really. Uh, as far as picks and go, I wouldn't <laughs> pick a Ford on a big, you know, super speedway or a big fast two mile track like Michigan. But. Uh, ooh. That's just, I would probably be completely wrong when I say that too. So who knows? Well, that's funny because I, um, a little inside. So I have a notebook for our fantasy cup. Well, I'll just get into it later in the fantasy cup <laughs> segment. So yeah. Um, congratulations, Chris Busher. I, I love watching him win, man. Cause he gets so excited. Like it's only his fourth cup win, I believe. Mm-hmm. And dude, he, uh, it's just refreshing to see someone dr- uh, like win in the cup series and they're like overly excited about it. Like just not happy, but they're just joyful. And you could tell that like there's a big difference between happiness and joyful. And Chris Busher is in that moment that he is just absolutely joyful and grateful for every opportunity that he has. So when he goes to victory lane in the cup series, it's always a big deal to him. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, uh, happy for him. Yeah. Good for him. Absolutely. I, I mean, I don't hate it by any means, but I'm not exactly going out and buying 17 merch either. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> um, also, uh, breaking news as of today, we have, some, we, we know who is going into the NASCAR hall of fame. Next season, next year, 2024. Okay. So, oh gosh, I've screenshotted so many of these pictures. Um, so I'm trying to get their little categories. So it says, uh, well, that's Jimmy Johnson's tweet. Oh, well, it doesn't say anything. Well, gosh. Okay. So Jimmy Johnson 
will be going into the NASCAR Hall of Fame, which is a no-brainer. Everybody knew that was coming. Chad Knauss is going into the Hall of Fame. I, once again, think that's a no-brainer. Um, yeah. Obviously, with all the success Jimmy Johnson had, Chad Knauss was by, by his side the entire time. I don't. I think there's one race. Is it one race that Jimmy won without Knauss because he was suspended? And I bet there's more than one race he was suspended, too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um I every time I hear Jimmy Johnson and Chad Canals, I always think of that video. I don't know if I showed you. I think I might have recently showed you uh of Chad. It was pre-race and Jimmy's all strapped in and they have the in in car camera audio and Chad comes up to the window and he's like, Hey man, whatever you do, if you win this race, you have to you have to bust the back end. Like on your celebration, you have to knock the back end off. And Jimmy's like, Oh, really? And Chad's like, yeah, man, like not enough to kill it, just enough to bend it or whatever. And you see Jimmy kind of like with his head, like point, like, hey, hey, look what's over there. And Chad looks at it and he says, mm-hmm. okay, well, <laughs> crap. Have, do you know what video I'm talking about? I do. I've seen it. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. I watch it like 30 times every time it gets popped up a little bit of popped up in my uh instagram feed or whatever i've watched it like 14 times just because i'm so obsessed with that video i don't know why bunch of hendrick cheaters they're all cheaters <laughs> every one yeah. of them every but one of speaking them. of do you think chase elliott's actually gonna make the, make the cup 100 percent. yeah 100%. you think chase elliott's gonna make the playoffs 100 percent. how is he gonna do it he's gonna win he's gonna win he's gonna win and he's uh and so many uh, foreshadowing topics that we're going to talk about. Well, at least I'm going to talk about in the uh, the uh, fantasy cup segment. Uh, this is one of them. Yes, Chase is. I think he's going to win before the playoffs. Obviously, so yeah, that'd be the only way he gets in. I don't personally think he should be eligible. You know, myself, but that's you know beside the point. If you want to grant him a a waiver for his uh was it snowboard or snowboarding yeah. something like yeah. that yeah you want to grab away for waiver for that that's whatever but when he got suspended because he turned somebody head first into the wall that second waiver should not be granted no not at all neither I, one in my opinion yeah I, I i get the first one i don't agree with it i get it but the second one absolutely not you you eliminated your your chance at playoffs yeah but I, no, yeah. no, not him. <laughs> yeah, not the golden boy. No, uh, I think you and I agree wholeheartedly on that whole situation, whether or not he should be in the playoffs or not. Um, the, the the question that you asked is, is he going to? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, he's only 40 points behind. Can you make up 40 points in four races? Uh, it's not impossible. And I think if anyone's going to do it, I think everybody at that Hendrick Motorsports team is going to rally. And they are, of course, they're not going to lose sight on the five, the 48. Um, uh, who was the other one? Five, 48, nine, and 24. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, like Larson and William Byron's, they're they're solid. Um, I think Alex Bowman's in on points or something like that. I don't know. I think he's real close too, but Chase is in worse, worse position. Yeah, so I think they're going to give a little bit of uh, a little bit of extra juice to the nine. One of these weekends, it could be this weekend at Michigan. Um, I one hundred percent Chase Elliott, one hundred percent believe that Chase Elliott will win. But if he doesn't win, he will definitely get in on points. 
I don't know. I hope he doesn't personally, but yeah, that's that's saved me. I don't feel like he's earned it this year. I think he doesn't deserve to be there, honestly, but. I absolutely agree with you. Uh, also, Donnie Allison is going into the Hall of Fame in 2024, which is fun because Donnie Allison was just recently, a few weeks ago, on an episode of the Dale Jr. Download. Did you mm-hmm. happen to listen to that? I, I saw clips. I didn't yeah. listen to the whole thing. I need to go back and listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, last year at Talladega, I got I got that Alabama gang hat signed by him and Bobby. Oh, oh yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. He's still kicking, still signing autographs, still selling diecasts yeah. out there at the track, you know. So it's like that's good. That's awesome. Awesome to see Alabama representation in there. Um, also the landmark award for the NASCAR Hall of Fame of 2024 is gonna be. Do you know who I'm talking about? Janet Janet Guthrie? Yeah. Yeah. Who is that? Uh she's um well, she I don't know if she raced more indie. The NASCAR, oh, okay. but she did race NASCAR. Um, I can't remember exactly what number it was, but she raced NASCAR in the 70s. And she also made uh, Indy 500 starts. Hmm. But she never won, but she was the first uh, female to finish like in a certain position, like the top 10 or something like that yeah. in the NASCAR race. Or maybe the first female to enter the Daytona 500 and the Indy 500. Oh, okay. That's pretty uh, special. She she's got some she's got some really cool firsts. Awesome. You know, to be, that that that's been done as far as that goes. So I mean that's when you're when you're pi- when you're kind of like a pioneer and you're paving the way. I, I absolutely is that the, in, right? is that the first uh female in the NASCAR Hall of Fame? I don't know. It I might be. It, it might be. Awesome. Um Another breaking news, which is really not that big of a news, anyways. Uh, the number seven of Corey LaJoyce has signed a multi year contract extension to remain with Spire Motorsports, which I don't think anyone cares. Um, so, Jimmy Johnson, the Hall of Fame, awesome. Do you have any? That just means he didn't impress anybody enough to, <laughs> to get right. a new ride after his, uh, what was he in? The, the nine. The nine car? Yeah. Yeah. That just means he impressed anybody. Yep, I agree with you wholeheartedly. So, two more topics. Um, we have diecast news, and I am so unbelievably excited about this, except for one thing. But first, uh, if you haven't seen, I know I shared it on social media. I tagged you in it as well. Mm-hmm. Lionel Racing announced as of today that I, I think. Well, to kind of go back uh, a couple months ago, we were sitting here talking on the show, and we were like, "Man." Um, what are these, you know, uh, bubble? What what are those called? Bubble packages or? Well, the the actual the packages are called a blister pack. Blister pack. That's what I'm yeah. trying to say. Yeah, um, you know, we started seeing what I thought was customs. Mm-hmm. I saw the Austin Cindric, and then I saw the Kyle Larson, and then we recently started seeing pegs, uh, where it says the NASCAR Authentics for four ninety nine, and then the next peg over is raced win 120 or 164 scale for 799 and so i mean it became oh this is a custom to oh no 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 this is a real thing and as of today lionel racing announced that they are coming out with um let me get it pulled up in front of me winner circle is coming back to the nascar authentics uh line i'm really really excited about this super excited about this 
coming fall to Target stores nationwide, which that's the only downfall is because the nearest Target store I have is about an hour and a half north or an hour and a half west of us. So I'm going to be reliant, very reliant on people mm-hmm. who uh, have targets near them if there's any Kyle Bushes, which I'm sure there, there will be. Um, but have you seen, uh, I know you have, but, um, have you seen who's in the first wave? I have, I can't name them all off the top of my head, but I have seen them. Well, good deal. Cause I'm about to. So <laughs> we have Noah Gregson, uh, 2022 Phoenix win in the Xfinity series. That was pretty cool. Uh, Zane Smith, 2022 Daytona win in that awesome. I love that bright yellow loves truck. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, Joey Logano in the 2022 Clash win. Nobody cares. Uh, Kyle Larson, 2022 Auto Club win, where he stuffed his teammate Chase Elliott in the wall for that win. Fantastic. Uh, Austin Hill, 2022 Daytona win. So another Xfinity series. This is one that I felt like you would probably get because I do the in the marbles every time I win, I buy the 124 scale. And you, you are the only person in in the Marbles Fantasy Cup Series history to be the Daytona 500 winner. Uh, Austin Sindrick, 2022 Daytona 500 win. I, I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, that's so it is. Um, yeah, if I see it, I'll get it for sure. For sure. We have Chase Briscoe in the 2022 Phoenix win, which if you like that die cast... Stick around, stay tuned to a possible giveaway uh, coming up soon. Uh, Alex Bowman, 2022 Las Vegas win. And that is that rounds out the first wave. So what do you think about the first wave? Uh, I mean, there's some decent ones in there, but I mean, overall, you're kind of missing your, you know, your Kyle Bush and Ross Chastain. You know, you're missing our favorite ones. But, you know, maybe I, I don't really know why there wouldn't be a Kyle Busch and a Ross Chastain in there considering they're the two most popular guys there besides Chase Elliott. So, I don't know. I mean, that's fine. I'm just waiting on the next wave. It'd be cool to see them in, in hand. Yeah. To see why, what makes them so much more special as opposed to the regular line. Yeah. Um, there's no Kyle Busch. Um, in the 18 because M&M's and Mars candies does not want their stuff, their logos on merch anymore for some reason. Oh, I mean, that's fine, but he's won three times in the eight. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, yeah. And and they've already, they've already got the eight car like shipping. Yeah. You know, so like, I don't, I don't see how that would have been that big of a deal especially if you knew this line was coming to go ahead and start that. But yeah, I yes. agree. Uh, I did get my 124 scale Talladega win Chase Elliott. Ooh, tell me about it. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, he has hardly any damage though. Oh really? Like, he didn't touch anybody. The only damage he has is the, uh, the rear bumper where he was getting pushed. Oh, like it's yes. got a little scrape on the right side of it, but that's it. He, he wasn't hitting anybody. He didn't door slam anybody. He didn't have any damage on that car. But um, overall, it's a really, really nice die cast. Uh, we're going to, I've been saying, we're going to get a case for it. We're going to put the actual confetti that we were in victory lane for with that in the case with it. And this is actually my first uh, winning die cast, my first race win. 
diecast. So I didn't know they came with a little sticker. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and and all that. I didn't know it came with all that stuff. So that's really neat. Really neat. Yeah. Um. Speaking of that, I recently finally got my Bubba Wallace Kansas win elite. I'm really excited about that. I haven't posted cool. pictures just because I'm so busy. <laughs> um. And I also got the 2023 Kyle Busch uh, Cheddars elite, which I'll tell you a little secret after we stop recording about that but um yeah so i'm really really excited with those two and i think your matt bedido 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 uh raced win talladega truck is shipping very very soon like in the next few days that one i'm looking forward to because he's got a lot of damage on that truck yeah, yeah so I'm looking, you, you, can you not say the benedetto but uh, no, I cannot. But it, I can't even formulate a cohesive <laughs> sentence, bro. I can't say Benedetto. De Benedetto. Benedetto. De Benedetto. Benedetto. No. What? De Benedetto. Benedetto. <laughs> I feel like I'm peekabooing with a with a kid or something. <laughs> Benedetto. Benedetto. I used to do that whenever because when I I had to like force myself because I really liked to do. So I had to force myself to learn his name, you know, so just call him Maddie D or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, because anytime I was like, there's Matt to bit of bit of bit of I did it every time. Yeah. On the, on the thing, just being funny because I don't cannot say his name, but I had to force myself to say it and now I can hardly say it wrong. So, Oh, I have that going for me. Anyway, I can actually say to Benedetto without any problem at all. There you go. It's <laughs> talent. <laughs> yeah. So uh to round out our conversations and stuff, uh, we have two questions. One was from Drew from last week, and a new one, kind of a secret question for us, but I already know what it is. Uh you want to start all you want us to go ahead and start with Drew's since we kind of prolonged yeah. it? Yeah, we can do Drew's. You want me to go first? Um, uh, I mean it doesn't matter. Uh you want to do a top five San Diego Comic Con NASCAR reveal. Yeah. Right. That's what you wanted. Yeah. Um, it's kind of difficult because I'm thinking of how the, re- like what kind of reveal we're talking about here. Am I going to be mixing like the reveals that I'm used to, like maybe wrestling and NASCAR a little bit. And is it going to be strictly die cast? I, I'm, I don't think I'm doing strictly die cast. Oh, I'm doing strictly die cast. Yeah. Well, see, I, we did it before. Of a toy line, oh with yeah, yeah. The NASCAR uh, like action figures, like like if Mattel was releasing NASCAR action figures, and we talked about it, like it would be like an elite style action figure with all the correct sponsors and all this, yes. and you could have two legends and two current guys and maybe one or two like maybe off the wall, like maybe like just kind of fill in the line, yeah, you know, like maybe a Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty, and then you'd have a Kyle Busch and uh, maybe Chase Elliott. Yeah, and, and you could. You really you just because there's that's the fun thing about NASCAR that when I was a kid, I got them all. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to fill the field out. I wanted 40 or 50 cars on the floor racing. You know, when I was a kid, I wanted that. I, I it didn't matter if that was the most popular guy. I had. I had Dave Marcus, Tom Peck, Jay Fogelman, uh, Johnny Sauter, or Jay Sauter, not Johnny Sauter, Jay Sauter. 
Um, it might have been Johnny Sauter. Johnny Sauter was is Johnny Sauter. Which one's current? Uh, Johnny or Johnny. Jay? Okay, it was Jay Sauter then. Um, yeah, Bill Venturini. I had uh, Chad Little in the the Tyson number nineteen. Oh, I had wow. all these different diecasts, and they were not going to win my races, but they filled the field. Yeah, for sure. So you can do that. It's like it's like in action figures when you get the goon. The goon's not winning your your world title, right? But how cool is that? You have a goon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that would be like one of the major major reveals to me would be an action figure line. You know, maybe if it came with a 164 steel diecast with it, that would be cool too. That would but be- I know they, they used to do that, but they were more like uh, maybe in the four inch style, you know, not necessarily like with, with like a driver's suit, a hat and all that. The only time they ever released those were like statues. Right. And that's not what I'm, what I'm talking about. So. That would be one for me. Other than that, it, I'd, I'd go a lot more vintage than anything else. Like diecast wise, it would, I'd have to do some petty and the midnight, an actual midnight Rusty Wallace in a Pontiac with, with like a special like midnight packaging or something like that too. That would be really cool. Um, I have a Davy Allison 1992 Daytona 500 win. 124 scale die cast. So I, that's, that's the problem. Most everything's been done, you know, so you don't really have what you're looking at as far as something new from an older age, mm-hmm. because a lot of things have already been done. Right. So, I mean, maybe something fun, like a, a, a Lee and Richard two pack mm. Lee Petty, Richard Petty two pack yeah. from the first Daytona 500. So you have the winning car and then you have Richard Price convertible. Mm. That would be cool. Some things like that. That's what I would be looking at. But what do you think? You probably got a better top five than I do. So I do have a top five, but you just thought of, you just kind of popped something in my head about like the two packs of Lee and Richard. How about, how about an honorable mention really fast? John, John West Townley and Spencer Gallagher at gateway in 2016. When they fought, do you remember when he went for yeah, a GDT? Yeah. I'll tell you that watching that fight was like watching a man with no arms fight a man with no legs. It just didn't make sense. I figured you'd say Kyle and Brexton Bush pack. Oh man, that would be so cool too, man. Like, oh, that would be so awesome. Get the bandolero and the uh and the uh cup car in the same Ooh, package there. Baby. Golly, dude, that would be so <laughs> awesome. Yeah, um, <laughs> that would be really cool. I do have a top five. Uh, I would go 2021 Kyle Busch Kansas race win truck in a 124 scale. That's just because I have had the pleasure of watching Kyle Busch win three times live when I was there. Um, and so the Bristol night race was my first cup race and they made a die cast over that. Uh, they made the Kansas cup win in 2021, but they didn't make the, the die cast from the night before, uh, when he won in the truck series. So I, mm. that was a big bummer. Um, I would love to have that. Maybe if I hit the lottery, I might just get it custom made or something. I don't know. 
Uh, number four would be a 2005 Todd Bonine Kansas Race Win 124 scale truck. Uh, that was the very first NASCAR race I ever went to. So I went to the 2005 and then the 2006 truck races and then i didn't go to another nascar sanctioned race until the uh my first ever cup race which was in 2017 bristol night race so a big what 13 year gap so a lot of missed opportunities there i think uh my number three would be a 2003 kurt bush darlington uh raced version checkers or wreckers from darlington 124 scale that's gotta be a two-pack Oh, well, my number two is 20, 20, yeah. 2003 Ricky Craven Darlington race win 124 scale. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that would be, you know, one and one A, I think. I mean, kind of like the the Kyle Bush and the uh, Kyle Larson from Chicagoland in 2019. Yeah, I would like to see them do crash cars. Yeah, I would, I would love to see a two pack of Rusty Wallace. When in 1993, when he wrecked at Daytona and in Talladega, yes, like I would. I mean, is it? It's not really. I mean, I don't know if it's morbid or not. I'm not talking about getting a Dale Earnhardt crash car or something crazy like that. You know, I'm like beyond like the 1997. Was that the year that he flipped over and kept driving? They actually did make a crash car for that. But did you say 2007? Uh, uh, 97. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um. But crash cars, that, that'd be kind of like a Terry Labonte crashed uh, 1995 Bristol Victory Lane. Yes, yes, yes. Things like that. That would be really fun. I'm all but, in for a uh, Texas David Rudiman. God, yeah. God. Can you imagine? <laughs> and uh, like, you or know, they have to have to charge half price for an Austin Dillon Daytona. Woo, baby. Kyle Larson Daytona. My goodness. There, there ain't, ain't but half the car left. It's going to have to half price. Right. Oh my gosh. Um, to round out my top five, I think my number one most wanted uh, diecast would be a 2009 Kyle Busch Raw versus SmackDown Texas Raced Win Xfinity Series 124 scale diecast. They never made that. No, they made uh, somebody made a custom, hmm. but they yeah they never they never made that, and I was really upset about that. You figure, like with the wrestling connection, somebody would make it. Like maybe it would come with the uh, game or something. Yeah, I you know, some version of the game, but I don't know. Like in greatest hits, maybe you know, a little one six four scale diecast came with the greatest hits disc, you know, or something like that. Oh yeah, then that what they used to do was put like PlayStation games in the greatest hits, and they release them for twenty bucks. I have no idea. Yeah, I think that's what they used to do. But um, yeah, that that's Drew's question. Um. I just come up with those crash car things. I think that's a really fun idea. That would be a really fun idea. I actually thought about that as well. Um, but the John West Townley and Spencer Gallagher had to be my uh, <laughs> honorable mention. Um, and we have a kind of a somewhat secret question from Jody, the Canadian Jody messaged me on. And once again, I just have to give a shout out to Jody. He, after every single show that we drop, he always Facebook messages me, tells me, you know, Oh, I love the show. Always asks a question of some sort, and it's just awesome. And I I love interacting with him, mostly because he's Canadian. I've never met a Canadian before. So it's like, if we ever meet in person, I'll be like, maple syrup, 
A, you know, like really Kansas-like, you know, like, eh. all right. So anyways, his question, and I'm going to let you go first, is Ross Chastain the most overrated driver in NASCAR right now? No. What? Not overrated, no. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't. Absolutely, he's not <laughs> overrated by no means. You don't think so? No. I mean, if he was overrated, then he would be put front and center on every single bit of marketing, but he's not. The nine car is. Yeah. You know, I don't. I think Bubba Wallace is the most overrated driver in NASCAR because he's put front and center on all the marketing and he's not good enough for that. That's just, that's my opinion, but I think it's the right opinion. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, I, I agree with that. I don't. <laughs> To, to answer Jody's question, I have to go a little, a little to the left here. Um, I would, I don't think he's the most, the most overrated NASCAR driver right now. He's not like number one overrated. I do feel like he might be just a smidge overrated after the the martinsville uh hell hell melon uh which don't i mean he finished second in the championship last year he did yes and that was awesome if he would have won then i'd have been like hey cool that's awesome um i i don't know so i i know there's a lot of hype with ross chastain and especially with the bush uh sponsorship coming in and the watermelon bush beers and stuff like it's awesome. It's really good marketing. And I'm really excited about that. I was just, you know, singing the praises of if NASCAR track house Chastain, you know, Bush, if they capitalize on this, we are looking at the modern day, Jeff Gordon, like the modern day, 1999, Jeff Gordon. Um, I just, I, I feel like his performance especially this year has not matched the hype. So if you want well, to call that, he's over- fallen off a little bit this year. I agree with that, especially the last couple of months since his win. Yeah. He, I don't know what they're doing, but he's in the playoffs and they need to straighten themselves out before Wait, the playoffs has, start. Did Chastain win this season? Yeah, he won. Oh, he my dominated. God. Yeah. Oh, where? wait, where did, Oh, don't win? ask me where that was, a, that was about <laughs> two months ago. Oh my God! Where'd um, but yes, he won. He absolutely won, and he's he's pretty good as far as like the midseason championship or the regular season championship goes. He was leading that for a good bit this year, but not now. I think Harvick's leading that as far as points go. But he was—I don't know if he's in the top five in that now or not. But he was leading that for a long time because there for a long time he had. Yeah, like straight top 10 finishes. Yeah. You know, just like what was like four or five or six straight top 10, top 10 finishes to start off the year, something like that. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. We're kind of looking at what's happening at this very moment right now. Yeah. And I mean, he's in a slump. Yeah. Chase Elliott's been in a slump all year long. For sure. Yeah. 100%. Ross Chastain's ahead of him in points and the win. Yeah. Ross Chastain is definitely in the playoffs now. Chase Elliott's not. So, uh, Ross Chastain won earlier at Nashville. I thought it was Nashville, but I couldn't quote it. See, I, I, 100% sure. 
I'm not so I'll answer this, you know, Jody's question. I'm not the biggest Rasha same fan. He's just kind of another spoke on the wheel for me, like kind of like Kevin Harvick, Josh Berry type of situation. I don't I don't care enough to like keep tabs on him. Um, but to answer his question, no, I will say I don't think Rosh Hassan is the most overrated driver in NASCAR right now. I think that belongs to Chase Elliott. Uh, it's gotta be Bubba. It's well, I mean, gotta be because I mean, Chase has at least won a championship. I I don't know. What, what I, has he done since? I, what has Bubba ever done? Well, that's true. Just uh, the the I'm looking when I look, when I hear about overrated, and I try to compare if this person's overrated compared to this person. I look at all the marketing. Okay. You have the most popular driver who has won a championship. He does compete for wins. He's in a slump this year because of a snowboarding accident and a suspension, and he's trying to get back into the playoffs, which you think he'll make. I don't, but you think he will make. And according to you, he's going to win the next five races anyway. Yeah. But Wallace, (laughs) he's on all this marketing, and I mean, there's nothing there. See, when he does get a good run, you know, people are quick to point it out, but then he he doesn't come through with it. He doesn't finish. Like he was in the top two or three this weekend. Yeah. Where he finished like what fifteenth or so? Uh Bubba Walls? Yeah. Let me look that up real fast. Bubba Walls finished twelfth. Twelfth. So I mean, he runs in the top three all race long, finishes twelfth. When he runs up front, that's kind of what he does. Yeah. He falls back to about 12th or 15th. That's not front and center promotional material. That's true. I just, I don't know. He's the most overrated to me, but I also don't like his personality. So yeah, a lot of it's I mean, personal. A lot of us, it is, it is all our personal opinions and personal biases and stuff like that. Everybody's got them and that's fine. Yeah. But to answer the question, no, Ross Chastain is not the most overrated driver in NASCAR. I will slightly agree with you. <laughs> You're just trying to push buttons. Like I sure podcasts am. over there. I sure am, man. <laughs> I sure am. how much of a like a um what am I trying to say? How contra what's that word? Contradicting? Contradicting? Con- contradicting. Con- contradictory? Yes. That's the word I'm trying to say. How contradicting do I sound when I said, yeah, Trace Elliott's going to win in the next five races. And then I go and say, he's the most overrated driver. <laughs> I love this podcast, dude. <laughs> it's so much fun. Um, I say we go through the fantasy cut real quick and we get on out of here, dude. We've been, oh, uh, we got a yeah. long, long show right here. Let's get, uh, let's get going here. Yes. I forgot about the fantasy cut. Uh, yeah. So Justin, man, oh man. This I love being the scorekeeper for this fantasy cup because Justin and Matt are just at each other's throats every single week. Uh, Justin comes out the the victor, uh, not the winner of the race, but the victor in the point standings this week. He uh, not not by much though. He had a zero. They were tied for the point standings lead going into Richmond, going into Michigan. 
Justin has a three-point advantage over second place Matt. Drew is in third. Soda, you're in fourth. Nicole, look at you guys. Your whole household is in the top five. Nicole's in uh, fifth, tied with Jessica. RJ has made his way up to seventh. Billy is uh, eighth. Josh is ninth. John, uh, who I had a great time with last Friday night at Humboldt Speedway. Uh, We got together and we watched some fantastic dirt racing uh, locally. Uh, John is 10th. I am 11th. Uh, Rock is 12th. Tim is 13th. Joe is 14th. Caitlin, I feel you, girl. Keep on trucking. She is 15th. And Jody rounds out the field in 16th. So nobody picked uh, Chris Buescher to win. Imagine that. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and what sucks about that is, um, do you have anything planned for for a prize race? Uh, I don't have anything else personally. Perfect, because I already like boxed the Cole Custers, Cole Custers, um, the one twenty four scale, and I'm sorry, the one twenty four scale Elite Kentucky Race win and the NASCAR Authentics uh, version of the same car. I already boxed them up, man. They're ready to go. All I need to do is just put a uh, put an address on it. So here's my suggestion: Let's run it back. Let's do the same prize for this week at Michigan. Let's do it. All right. So you heard it here first. Uh, this obviously, uh, let me see. Let me pull it up really fast because I don't want to lie to people. What am I trying to do? Okay. So um, this will be obviously a prize race. Winner of this race will win a 2021 Cole Custer 124 scale Elite Kentucky Race Win diecast and the NASCAR Authentics 164 scale Cole Custer Kentucky raced win to match it. Uh, if there are more than one winner, uh, all the winner's name will be placed in a hat and a random name will be selected as the overall winner. And we want to thank uh, in the Marbles Fantasy Cup participant Josh J for the donation. All right. Sounds good. Um, getting aggravated at my picks. I'm not going to lie. I know how you feel. You're, yeah. you're, you're in a lot worse situation than we are, but Getting aggravated because I know I got I got people that should be doing pretty good, but just don't whenever I, cho- I choose to pick them. So it's aggravating, but I am still in the top four. We got two double points races coming up and uh, the rest of the season, what, 15 more races, something like that. Yeah. So we got a Roval coming up on top of that. So we got we got plenty of having to play to look forward to. Um, what you think? You got anything else, man? Do you have a pick, uh, a driver for Michigan? I'll have to look. I'll have to pay attention to the, uh, to the practices and stuff like that. I'm not going to just blindly pick somebody again. Okay. I'm okay. I'm going to go with someone. I'm going to announce it right now. <laughs> it's going to be Joey Logano is going to win. And that's the end of that. <laughs> God. Well, Okay. Let's see how Ford does on these big tracks. They've been kind of uh, more short track cars yeah. lately, but let's I, see how they do. I, I might be leaning towards a Toyota. I don't know. I also have Chase Elliott for a race win, a race win before the playoffs. That's why I was kind of like hinting to it, like oh, and SVG is going to be my pick for uh, Indy too. So just you know, here's my hand and whatever. <laughs> I'm here to win, baby. Let's go. 
All right, well, let, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Let's go over the uh, podcast drafted partners real quick. Uh, we got the Fully Opposable Wrestling Figure Podcast. We got Drunk Wrestling History. as a side project of uh, Scott's. Also, um, doing the favor with Eric and Barry, you can go back and listen to their uh, past podcasts. And also, they have that FanDuel NFL game going on. They, they said they're going to be redoing it this year, so that's a lot of fun. Um, let's see. Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, new shows often. I think they just dropped one recently, just the other day. Uh, Jason Wolf and Howlin' with the Wolf and also his uh, Chop Shop. Magic and the Mouse uh, is a Disney World podcast, and they also run a YouTube channel, Anyone Can Cook, where they recreate Disney World recipes. So who do you got? Yeah, uh, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Go listen to that. Uh, go listen to the archives. of You know it's fake, right? Saturday Morning Rumble Wheel with Brian Breaker and Daniel Cross. TB Toycast with Brian Breaker and Jeff Toon, filling in for Travis Fowler for the time being. I know it's on sabbatical, but go check out No Holds Barred with Bill Benis. You heard their commercial earlier. Go check out Tales from the Estate with Drew and Caitlin with cameos from Rocco and Cole. Absolutely adore them. Um, I'm actually getting Drew's birthday present all fixed up and ready to go get sent out to him uh, very, very soon. So excited about that. Like Tales from the Estate, you also heard Pulling Up a Chair with our friend Tim at a Chair Shots commercial as well. Go check that out. Hopefully, there's going to be some new episodes soon. I love that podcast, so I'm I'm hoping. Uh, also, Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast with Joe and Jordan. Go check that out. Reffing it up with Brian Hebner. Um, I guess if you want to like talk about Three Brews Podcast with, with Ryan tyler and aj or i call them the boil anger boys um i i just have one real quick question for ty um i just want to know like did it hurt when you had to glue your facial hair on or like how did that work um i'm kidding i love 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 those guys they are so fun to interact with on social media go check out three brews podcast um, super fun, literally starting to be one of my favorite go-tos every week. Um, and that's all I got. I'm just going to say Roll Tide. Oh. Because they they sure were trying to give Alabama some crap and, awesome. and uh, all that. It was coming from some Ohio State fans. Uh, it's it's kind of funny, but it's whatever. I'm just, I'm going to play the high, um, the high road here. I'm going to take the high road, right? So, just going to say Roll Tide, and I can't wait till college football season starts back up. I can't wait until you give it to them. Because, I, man. You know, well, let's see how the let's, – let's, let's get into the season. Let's get into the season. I don't have any – I don't have, like, any knowledge about football, so, like, I'm just trash talking just to trash talk. <laughs> but how about them Chiefs stomping the what, – what's their Cincinnati – what? Bengals? Bengals? Y'all can have the NFL stuff. The – the the Browns? Yes. Well, Cincinnati or, Bengals, Cleveland Browns. What's the difference? They both suck, right? No. Oh. Bengals went to the Super Bowl not too long ago. Soda, this is your opportunity to tra- talk trash. And then you're supposed I, to I don't yeah. NFL, they can they can do whatever they want to at I, NFL. Well, you're on a podcast with me. You're supposed to be on my side, dude. But like they both suck, right? Uh, you're fired <laughs> golly you're fired there are worse teams they're kind of mediocre the Cincinnati's a little better I think but Cleveland's not too good right now I think they need to get their act together but other than that 
You're terrible at this. <laughs> I Absolutely. don't. I don't have any trash talk with NFL. <laughs> I like the Eagles because it has some like some really good high profile Alabama players on it. I like the Titans because Derrick Henry's on it. You know, I mean that's that's kind of my thing. I I like I like teams that have Alabama players on them because I'm an Alabama fan. I'm a college football fan. You know, so I'm not saying uh, I'm diehard Green Bay. You know, I I tend to lean Green Bay more than any other NFL team because growing up I like Brett Favre. You know, and he hasn't been there in forever, but I liked Aaron Rodgers, and now he's not there. So I'm like, okay, I don't care, I guess. I just, you know, am I going to be loyal to the player or the team? And with NFL, I really don't have any loyalty. I'm more loyal to the Alabama players that play in the NFL. That's just me. Yeah. Long-winded answer. All, I, all I'm going to say is go Kyle Bush. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, pal. Well, I thank everybody for listening to this this week's show. Please rate, review, and follow us on all the social media accounts on X and Instagram at In the Marbles Pod, and on Facebook. You can also uh, email the show at In the Marbles Pod at gmail.com. If you find us least entertaining, you can always go to watermaneuver.net and hit up the search by store tab. It's the top left corner of the screen, and we're under In the Marbles. You can pick up our shirts and also go to skinnymixes.com. Use code Marbles at checkout. For ten percent off, I didn't mention that earlier before we had to take the break because of the potty training incident, but that's fine. I'll mention it now. Skinnymixes.com, all the syrups and everything that you look for your TikTok water and your coffee syrups and drink mixes, alcohol beverage mixes, stuff like that. All this sugar-free stuff and keto-friendly stuff. It's really, really cool. Um, something for everybody. I promise. Use code Marbles at checkout. Ten percent off your first order. And before we get out of here, you got anything you want to add? As always, peace, love, and all of the above. And we'll see you next time in the Marbles. <laughs>